Welcome to Brown Popcorn, the podcast where me and a guest review movies and TV shows. Please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. All time codes are in the description. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? It's a new episode of Brown Popcorn. This is take two because <laughs> something got something went horribly wrong with the first take. It didn't record everything of my audio, but here we go again. Oh you know, it's like you. a practice run. It's show business. By the way, everyone, I'm sure you all loved my freaking new cover art, right? Dre, did you see it? Oh yeah, I didn't really pay attention, but yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it looked great. It looked great. Don't listen to Dre; she's just a hater. Okay. But I'm your host, Nestor, as always. Obviously, today's guest is a very annoying and very unappreciative of cover art, Dre. <laughs> so, t- oh today's episode is a good one. We're going to review Spiral from the Book of Saw. We're going to review the wom- the what is it? The Woman in the Window, and we're going to play a little game. So, thank you guys for listening. We got 20 new subscribers. I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. I see the reviews. I'm not reading them because I want to save it for the for a game, but. No one get mad at me, all right? No one get mad. I'm going to read them. So thank you, guys. You, you know, like always, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to any part of this podcast, whether it's one segment or the entire thing. We appreciate it. You guys take the time out of your day. We know life is hard. We know you work. We know you do school. But you know what? Whether you're going to go to sleep and we do like some, some, some ASMR, some bullshit. Uh you know, hey, some people use this to go to sleep. If we bore you until you go to sleep, you know what? I still I still appreciate it. So thank you guys. Thank you very much. And let's get into this, all right? So Dre, uh, you have not seen any of the movies of whether it's Jigsaw, Spiral, or Saw. No, because they scare me. It's too much gore for my okay. taste. Yeah, it's torture porn. But do you like the design of Jigsaw the Puppet? Because at the very least, people okay. like that, okay. right? What do you mean by design? Like, like you know, like the puppy with the spirals it on the cheeks and me. the black looks, hair and no, like the little looks, tricycle. I mean, it does its And the job. little laugh. The <laughs> little, I actually what, what haven't. I actually haven't heard the laugh. Okay, you'll hear it. I'm gonna insert it in the podcast so people oh, will hear okay. it. But okay, yeah, no. I mean, in life. terms of it being creepy, they did a good job. If that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, and I'm not that big of a fan of like. So the people that capture the other like, the 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 followers of Jigsaw that capture people are dressed like in a pig mask and like a red robe. Oh, I saw. I that. actually don't like that outfit. The only reason I know about that is because for Halloween, I think in ninth or tenth grade, a guy came dressed up as that and me and my friend would just run away from him the whole damn time because we were terrified yeah i feel like that design could be a little better but i mean i, I just I get it. like it it I looks too it. creepy i don't like it yeah and i get it. it's like pigs to the slaughter or whatever i'm sure there's some metaphor in that shit but okay so i went to go see spiral by myself oh no wait actually i saw it with jesse shout out to jesse i'm confusing that with another movie i saw by myself but i <laughs> first experienced back to the movie theater um it was cool you guys should do it you gotta wear a mask if you're not eating but you know it's dope um i went into this movie very scared that chris rock was gonna f this whole movie up because he's a comedian he's 
to me, he's not a very, like, serious actor. And from the moment I saw him in the trailers, I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. This is not going to be good. But that being said, uh, and well, bef- before anything, let's get into the little st- what's going on in the story, right? Cops are being killed by a new Jigsaw killer. This movie takes place after all of the other ones. And they're trying to find out why they're getting killed. What's the motive? And why is there a new killer using an entirely new puppet, by the way, which is like a little cop pig. And, you know, they want to figure out what's going on before all the cops get killed. Um, and Chris Rock is the lead investigator on, the, on the, all the crime scenes. And uh, he's the best part of this movie. He's great at acting serious. I didn't know he could do that. He does throw in a lot of comedy. There are jokes. Um, a lot of stuff about like a, um, with his new partner and stuff. That that those interactions are especially funny. But he does a good job. It's great. It's a new, interesting take. Um, is this selling you so far, Dre? Oh my god, no! I just looked up the pig. I don't like it. This one's worse than the the, the little puppet of Jigsaw. Ugh, the no. voice is really bad. I didn't like the voice. It sounds like, hello, detective. There is a bottle. It sounds like that. <laughs> like an old person? You know, yeah, kind of. It's like, hello, detective. It's like, like a weird, like, robotic, but not really. It sounds like a, someone slash moaning slash, like, waking up. Oh. It's a weird voice, and it threw me off immediately. I didn't like it. It, it doesn't compare to the original, yeah, yeah, the original Tobin Bell voice. With, yeah. Yeah, that's not a replay. Yeah. And a lot of people are kind of hating on this movie because of that. They're like, oh, no, Jigsaw, the puppet's not in this, and, like, the voice. Look, it's a spinoff, and it's an interesting one at that. So this movie is freaking great. This is buttery popcorn. Amazing. I loved it. Does it have some negatives? Sure, it does. But overall, this movie was dope. Great direction. Uh, I mean... I didn't like that the plot was predictable as far as who the bad guy is, but even then, you don't know the motivation of the bad person, you know? Okay. So this is more of a mystery, not so much of the gore factor. Yeah, there's actually... Another thing people are complaining about is that there's not that many kills in this movie. There's only, like, five or six. Oh, that's... Okay. So, and people want, like, a shit ton of them, right? So it's, like, five or six. It's more of the... It's more about the story in this one than it is the actual just random kills. Okay. And the performances are all good. You got Riverdale Mom in there. Like I said, you got um Chris Rock, Samuel Jackson. Um even the new the his new partner of Chris Rock, he's been in stuff too. He was like in Horns with Daniel Radcliffe. He he's been in things here and there. The cast is great. And it's an interesting story. Um especially with Chris Rock because the other cops don't like him. I won't say why, but racist. No, no, it's not race based, but they, but they don't like, they don't like them. And there's like a good amount of mystery to that too. Um, the kills are graphic as ever. Um, I actually like these traps. Do I think there was like a a best trap here? Uh, not really, but, but even in the very beginning of the movie, there's like a crazy kill involving a tongue. So (laughs) it's pretty gross. What do y'all like this shit is my question. Uh, I, I mean, I just, it's an interesting story. 
Yeah, the story, but like all the gore. I don't know how so many people like that stuff. It freaks me out. Yeah, people do like it, but you know what? I ain't gonna judge. You guys want to see some ripping of tongues and fingernails and like no, I'm legs I'm a judge. And... I'm a judge. That's, that's weird. Look, the biggest question here, Dre, is do you think you can actually survive any of these traps? No. You you don't you don't think you'd be like you'd have the balls to do any of these things like to survive? Well, I don't know most of the things. I knew there was one with needles. Okay, first off, I wouldn't be put in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Well, in this one, okay, well, in this movie, the, the people that are being killed are exclusively cops and, like, investigators. Yeah, so, like, okay, technically, <laughs> yeah, so, tech, um, yeah, but before he was getting normal-ass people. Yeah, but I thought it was so, all people that, like, had, like, yeah, addictions like this, and, like, they were basically. Or did something bad. Yeah, they were, like, wasting away their lives. Yeah. I haven't done anything like that. So I, I wonder I wonder though if well, yeah, but what if you got you like on accident? What if they confuse you with someone else? No, they I don't think he would They just play the tape. They're like, hello, Dre. No, no, they'll be like hello and Stephanie. Uh, be- and I'm hello, like, Stephanie. Stephanie. And you're like, What? This isn't me. <laughs> Get me off this shit. Find my ID. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, find my ID. I need my identification. They're like, oh but- shit, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I think that was the only negative for me. The voice was not good, and it wasn't even horrible. I just didn't like it. Um, predictable on the identity of the villain, and that was like pretty much it. I actually enjoyed everything else of it. This is for sure a buttery movie. Go watch this with whoever. Though you'll find a way to enjoy it. Maybe not with your parents because it might be too gruesome for them, but anyone else. I mean, this is it. And if you love Saw movies, you're going to like this. And stop complaining if there's not enough kills. Like, enjoy the story. You know, it's a spin-off. It's got Chris Rock in it. He's, he's pretty hilarious. So out of all the movies that this franchise has had, where would you rank this one? I rank this one number two. Is, I num- rank it is at- Saw 2 number two? Well, number one? I mean? No, Saw 1 is number one. Because I hear me. everyone likes number two. So saw number story. two is yeah saw number two is is good too but number one to me was like mind-blowing okay. I, I didn't when i saw that movie i did not see any of that shit coming especially because that movie revolutionized the horror industry like not you guys gotta remember back then there was no movies like this just the whole premise right of like the like play a game and you you wasted this your life or you ran over some kid now you gotta do this shit yeah. Or you're gonna die. Like that's pretty unique. Um, yeah, I kind of had you rooting for the villain. Yeah. Where it was kind yeah. of like understandable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my review. You guys go check it out. It's not on HBO, uh, but it's in theaters. You know. Uh, go watch it. Rent out a movie theater. Do some boss moves. You know. Get crazy with it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So that's the review. We're gonna move on now to the woman in the window. We're now going to be reviewing The Woman in the Window. Dre had the chance to see this movie on Netflix. It's number one. And it stars the lovely and talented Amy Adams. Which should have been Ham. She should have been Pam in the (laughs) office. And I don't care how many times I have to say this. She should have been Pam. Because the girl that actually played Pam. What's her name? Something. 
What's her actual name? Something Fisher? Or I forgot already. I hate that lady. What's her oh, What's her whole name? Jenna Fisher? Am I confusing her with someone yeah, else? No, I think it is. <laughs> yeah, go get the hell out of here. All right. So okay, are you over your little? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm over it. I'm over it. So uh, yeah, Dre, go ahead and talk about this. All right. So the little plot. Apparently, I'm looking it up on Netflix because I'm too lazy to describe it myself. Confined, okay. confined to her home by agoraphobia, a psychologist. Wait, wait, wait! Obsessed. What the hell's agoraphobia? It's that thing that they say in the office where you're afraid of going outside. Okay. Remember? Remember okay. that one I'd seen? I don't think you remember. No, I don't, but okay. When Karen goes like, oh my god, you're agoraphobic because he doesn't want to go to the movies. And then freaking, he almost gets punched in the face by Pam's ex. And then Dwight shoots him with pepper spray. Okay, we're going besides the point. Okay. Okay. A psychologist becomes obsessed with her new neighbors and solving a brutal crime which she witnesses from her window. So is this whole movie like her just dead ass looking outside a window? Yes, it takes place practically in her, in her house. Okay. And she's just looking out the window spying on neighbors. Yeah. So it's like Disturbia? <laughs> there you go. How'd you know? <laughs> well, because he also looks out a window because he's in house yeah, arrest. Yeah, it's like the same exact thing. Oh, okay. So it's basically she can't leave her house because of her agoraphobia. So she has the habit of being like one of those nosy like neighbors that are just looking at other people's lives because oh yeah, those are the worst. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so new neighbors come in across her place, and she could see them clearly, obviously, because you know how a lot of people don't have like blinds, like weirdos. Uh-huh. And she ends up seeing someone that she befriends like the day prior get murdered oh so she in calls the, house? the cops yeah she sees them from across the street like she sees her arguing with someone and then she kind of like turns around and she's kind of like watching them from like a camera uh-huh and then basically she watches the girl get murdered and then obviously she calls the cops when the cops show up they can't find anything does the wait so does the killer know that that like she called the cops yes because like the cops still show up but she passes out because she decides like i'm gonna try to go outside to try to like save her because maybe i guess she's still alive because she got stabbed oh okay so but she still ends up like she still passes out like halfway before getting to the house and then she wakes up and like all the cops are in her house oh okay so and then her, uh, she's explaining everything, but obviously no one believes her because they see all these pill bottles and they know that apparently like her pills can cause hallucinations. So they're thinking she's crazy. Mm, so the whole thing is, is she crazy or is she not? Yeah, because then things start coming out where it's like, you never met my, because she, she says, oh, it's the husband, obviously. And then, like, the husband's like, you've never even met my wife. And then he's, she's like, what the hell are you talking about? And then, like, the wife pops out next to him. Oh. And it's like, wait a damn minute. <laughs> so it is kind of like, wait, is she crazy? Does she see something? And if she did see it, like, Ooh. how are they covering it up? It's like a whole, yeah, it's a mystery, basically. Oh, okay. So yeah. what, what, what do you rate the movie? Regular regular okay that sounds controversial because when i googled this shit it said 
like 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I don't know why they're so low. I will say the majority of it is predictable. Okay. There are some things that they try to make it seem like they're supposed to be like big, like moments Reveals? and epiphanies. Yeah, but they weren't for me because I guessed it within like two minutes into it happening. Damn, you know what? Maybe we're just too smart for these kind of movies. I that might be say, it. I will say it, it is also, I think the reason it got so low is because it's kind of slow. Mm, like at okay. first it, it goes at a good pace, but then once after the murder happens, it slows down. Because it's just her watching from the window while Disturbia was a little bit more of like, I'm going to sneak into his house. Yeah, yeah, there was a little more it. was more, more of it. a thriller. Well, this one is more mystery, kind of while chick's dealing with like her mental illness. Mm. And her like trying to cope. You know what I mean? Okay. the The big question is, how does she look? Is she playing an old lady, or is she still? No, or... she looks old. She looks like she's been going through it. But I think that's also supposed to be her role because she looks better at the end. Like the whole time she's like in those like PJ sets where it's like a dress like that like grandmas wear. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's literally what she wears the entire movie. She does not switch out of that. Okay, so they kind of oldify her a little bit. Yeah, because I think they're trying to make her look like she's not okay. <laughs> yeah, trying to make her look like Pam. Oh my god. Get over <laughs> it, Nestor. Get over it. No, I'm never going to get over that. Oh my god. I will okay, say all the acting is done well. I don't see anything that was bad. I feel like everyone did well. There wasn't anyone that like was making me cringe. Was there a lot of Dre moments? There were a couple. Okay. There were a couple that would have fixed all of this. <laughs> <laughs> like the very it, it, first one. This isn't is this much like of a spoiler those... because, okay. because obviously like you already know a murder happens. Well, yeah. She sees the murder happen and the way that she's able to see it clearly is because she has a camera. Like a professional grade camera. So she didn't record it? No. She was zooming in and she sees when the chick gets stabbed and you see like she zooms in and to her stomach where you could see the knife, right? Uh-huh. She doesn't take a picture. She like drops the camera and goes running to look for her phone. And it's like you literally had it in your hand. Yeah, you could have just taken a photo out of and just called. out of just reaction, I would have probably clicked it. Yeah, holy crap. Like your finger was practically on it. Like, how did you not take a picture? And she does this thing where, like, she sees when she gets, like, pushed against the wall, like, when she first gets the impact of the knife. Uh And she, like, looks away from the camera and kind of, like, starts, like, I guess having, like, a panic attack. And then she picks it back up, zooms in, sees the knife in her, and still doesn't take the photo. And then she goes running to get the phone. Oh, my God. That sounds infuriating. So it's like, are you kidding me? Like, I already knew that that was going to be the number one, like, mistake she did. And there's also little things she does where she's, like, trying to stalk people. But, like, she does a terrible job at it. Like, she doesn't try to hide it. No, she makes it too obvious. Yeah. Mm. Where it's like, that doesn't make sense. It was just little things like that. Like, where, like, she doesn't know how to, like, respond quickly to things. I don't know if it's the drugs. Hey, it could be. Yeah, it's just like little moments like that where you're just kind of like, come on. <laughs> you can move yeah. this. Like you're coming up with excuses for her. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so is this movie like really dark and like sad looking? Or is, is it, because you know, usually these types of movies are like, they got like a blue filter on and like, it's just like 
depressing? No, it's not depressing. Although it's, I mean, if this is something that like will trigger you mental illness or it's seeing someone kind of like letting life go by them. Oh, so, okay. So Gen Z will love this. Yeah, they might. (laughs) I was going to say, you know what? I'm not going to say something controversial. Okay. (laughs) Um, I will say the way that they film it, I, I like the style. I saw some people didn't like it because it was too like darkish and like dim. Mm-hmm. But, like the way that the camera moves. But you're like, but I got a 55 room. inch TV and I enjoy <laughs> <laughs> my 8K TV. I enjoy I mean, I watched it from an iPad. I didn't see an issue with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but like the way that they filmed it, I like the style of it. Mm, all right. Like, the way that they flipped the camera and things. I just thought it was cool. I mean, it's not, it doesn't have, other than that, it wasn't, like, too many Dre moments or anything. Um, It's not something, that's something that's different from Disturbia, is that Disturbia had a lot more of, like, sitting on the edge of your seat moments. Where it's like, oh, shit, things are going down. Well, this doesn't really have that until, like, the last 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. Oh, okay. So... So it like it happens like I said it's like good in the beginning then after the murder it really slows down and then like it picks up again right in the end. Oh okay, all right, well, I, that's not bad. And I looked it up because I was like, why do people hate it so much? And a lot of people on Twitter are saying that it's because the book was a lot better that it like the book and the movie aren't even on the same field like they don't compare. Hmm. Okay. So, so this is a case of better. Why... Maybe read the book. Yeah, maybe if you like the style of this type of story, read the book instead, unless you hate books, and I mean, give the movie a try, but yeah, it seems like that that's all I could figure out. I mean, some people said that it was predictable, but I don't think everything was predictable. I mean, some chunks are, but I mean, that, that doesn't make the movie bad. I would just say yeah, even when something's predictable, it could make it still enjoyable if they do it right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would say so, give it a watch if you're bored and you like those kind of like mystery kind of movies. And you say it's a regular for you. Yeah. All right, regular popcorn right there. All right, so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get into the game. And uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Hello. Do you want to play a game? We're going to be playing a game now based a little bit on Saw. A little bit not. But we're just going to call this game, Do You Want to Play a Game of Getting Sued? Because this is all, (laughs) sometimes that's a game, right? It's a back and forth. You're both playing. You see who wins. Sometimes you both lose. So such a terrible segue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for us. But you know what? We're running with it. So I'm going to give some real, this is some real cases, all right? This is not made up shit. Some real cases of celebrities, actors, actresses being sued by people or other celebrities and we played this game a while ago we're gonna play it right now and we can call this game the bullshit game because dre me and you will give our opinions if we think this was a bullshit lawsuit or a good one so let's see how this goes (laughs) no no who knows they might not be all right okay so first one first one up this is about gwyneth paltrow do you know who that is is that the the candle one? Yeah, the one that her she has candles that smell like her vagina. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. She's also an, an Iron Man. She plays uh, Pepper. So, um, 
There's a, a a thing with her and Chris Martin. You guys know Chris Martin is the lead singer of Coldplay. And him and her were married for a mm-hmm. while. I believe now they're divorced. Yeah. So basically, her ex-husband, Chris Martin, sought a U.S. $10 million and a restraining order against her for harassment after claiming that Paltrow and the old Clippers owner, the racist one, Donald Sterling, Okay. He allegedly claimed that they were lovers. And uh, a reason why Paltrow... So that's one of the reasons why Paltrow was supposedly paid $500,000 a month, right? So the two could breed tall, blonde, blue-eyed, offspring, sterlings of the Nazi Aryan beliefs. Wait, what? Okay, you lost me. You lost me. So (laughs) basically, Chris Martin was suing... uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, because she supposedly was a, had a lover in Donald Sterling. Okay. And they were supposedly doing it to make Nazi Aryan, like, babies. Okay, that's a lot to unpack. Okay. Yeah, so he allegedly said that Sterling, uh, the old Clippers owner, he's the one that got fired because he was yeah. saying a thing about black people. Okay, like, recordings. Uh-huh. Yeah, recorded by, by one of his, like, like side chicks. So, Sterling threatened him, apparently, in an apparent case of mistaken identity. Martin said, My phone rings, and at the same time, a rock throws through my window and tires screeched away. I pick up the phone, and it's Donald Sterling. Okay. He further claimed that Sterling told him to back off and that Coldplay sucks. But here... (laughs) (laughs) That's where you're not alive. But here's... Okay, but here's the really interesting thing, right? You might be thinking, Chris Martin, why the hell would he do all this? Here's the thing. This wasn't the actual Chris Martin. This is another guy that is also named Chris Martin. So he thinks that he was being targeted because they believe that he was Chris Martin. Like it was a mistaken identity thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, he then said that he was in danger and he sought $10 million for emotional trauma caused to him in a mista- in the mistaken identity drama. And uh, by the way, he ended up winning no money. So, oh, who would have guessed? <laughs> a bullshit or not bullshit. This guy says, you know, mistaken identity. They thought he was the ex-husband. So how does he know it was Sterling? Because Sterling was calling him. Yeah, but why would supposedly. Sterling call a random guy? I guess because maybe he, because, I don't know, maybe they got in hold of the place and his number or something. Yeah, but that doesn't I mean, when you have sense. that much money, it can't be that hard, right? Yeah, but all you do is you trace the number back. Well, I don't know. That's what he allegedly says, all right? <laughs> okay, yeah, and that's why he lost, because they obviously saw. <laughs> now, the thing going out the window, who knows if that's some, like, crazy fan who, like, looked up Chris Martin and found that address and was like, I found it. <laughs> this is where he lives. Let's F with him. Yeah, but it, to me, it does sound like mostly bullshit yeah this sounds like so much bs yeah no this is wild okay so next up we got jay-z and some jail stuff okay so a man from florida his name is uh jeffrey philistine he claimed to have mailed jay-z song lyrics while he was in jail okay right he said that he never got the promised payment from the rapper for teaching him how to write lyrics so, wait, so, wait. <laughs> so he said he like yo i taught i sent him lyrics and i taught him like some how to write more songs like more rap and 
he demanded $90 million in damages. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so and, and that's not even the only thing that's happened with Jay-Z, right? He also had another lawsuit where during one of his concerts, he, you know how he, they throw up the Illuminati bullshit, the diamond hand sign? Yeah. So he got sued by WWE wrestler Diamond Dallas, who had apparently trademarked the diamond thing because of his name. So he also got sued because of that. So uh, that hold on? I feel like it wouldn't. I don't know, but uh, appara- apparently the two of them settled the matter outside of court. Yeah, so maybe you can. Even... No, but that's the thing. No, you can't. Because remember when that kid tried to trademark his dance? The floss or whatever? Oh, yeah, the flossing kid, the backpack kid. He laughed in his face. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird, weird, yeah, weird situation. Okay, from those two cases, what are you thinking? Bullshit or They're there's some facts bullshit. here? That's just all going to be BS. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? I saved, I think it's also bullshit. Um, I saved the best for last, all right? No. This one is the greatest thing. Greatest thing here, all right? This involves Kim Kardashian. Okay? All right. So in 2012, a man named Gino Romano filed a lawsuit alleging that the Kardashians ran an Armenian terrorist camp. (laughs) (laughs) And he claimed that Kim Kardashian hooked up with quarterback Tim Tebow and Minnesota rep Michelle Bachman or Bachman. Yeah, what does that matter? I, I I don't know. I guess he's just slandering them too in there. <laughs> and, like, okay, but the here's way. the here's the other. <laughs> by the way, he did she did this and that. Maybe it's to like make it more uh, believable. The lawsuit, right? You demean the character a little bit. I guess. You could. Yeah, because if you're like, oh, this dude, because if you're like, this dude kicks the shit out of babies, and then you sue him for something else, it makes it more like, oh, wait, maybe yeah, he's a bad person. You can't compare her sleeping with people. Too. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> the the. <laughs> okay, well, he all okay. So he also, um, said that she threw her used underwear at him, which somehow gave him an STD. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's yeah. Not how so STDs all right. So work. What? All right. All right. So what, what are we thinking here? This some bullshit. <laughs> And that's why this is real. <laughs> you think this is real? You think she... Okay, do you think there's any chance that Kim Kardashian would ever throw her underwear at somebody, like, out of anger? No. If that that probably cost thousands. <laughs> that's not gonna... What, the underwear? Yes, people buy that creepy stuff. Why would she just throw... <laughs> yeah, I guess that wouldn't make sense, right? That'd be a little... That'd be if a little you're gonna odd. throw something, you would throw something heavy. If you're trying to hurt someone. Yeah, throw something hella heavy. Throw your shoe or something. You're not gonna throw your. You're not gonna take the time to take off your underwear to throw it at someone. Yeah, that's a lot of effort. Unless you, you do that to someone, you do that to like a like a singer. Like that's what isn't that what they do? Rockers or whatever. Uh, yeah, but they, like they now I think about it, they do that pretty quick. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like they do that to someone that they admire. Like here are my panties. Not like I'm mad at you. Ah. Ah, like, here you go. Yeah, unless it had like some crap in it or something. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay, I actually have one more. Yeah, that's not how you get STDs. I actually have one more. I lied. This one's the last one. All right? So, so far, we've got all pretty much bullshits, right? Yes, yeah. I think this one has the best shot at being legit. All right. So, this involves Charlie Sheen. 
<laughs> no, this isn't going to be BS. Okay, well, okay. So we all know she, you know, Charles Sheen has a crazy ass life. Yeah, he's crazy. Um, okay, so here's this lawsuit. Ursula Auburn, who I'm not entirely sure who she is, but I think she's an actress. We could fact check this. But she sought $1 million in damages from Charlie Sheen for basing the annoying character. You know that stalker character chick that's like their neighbor? Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, the character of Rose is apparently based on her in Two and a Half Men. And they went ahead and settled the matter outside of court. Yeah, but so, does, does that matter if they base it on someone? Yeah, because that's like slander, right? That's like defamation of your character. And, yeah, and also like they can't use your likeness same. without your permission. Well, maybe, the, yeah, that's actually, no, I don't know. What do you but, mean? There's lots of people that are based off other ones and they're like obvious. Yeah, but I guess they don't sue. I guess that's the difference here. So I know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that they would take the risk that they can get sued. Like, you know what I oh mean? damn! I look, I can even see was... the I can even see the case. Yeah, I see. I whoa! I I forgot you could look up the cases. Yeah, no, she definitely sued us. Look, like, that's weird. I didn't know. Yeah, I guess they did. I guess they that. did date. They did date, and then he just based it. That's so. That's so interesting. Yeah, you would think that you wouldn't get away with this, right? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Maybe that's why they settled it outside. Yeah, like, you think like, she got money? You think she got money out of this though? Maybe to like shut her up. Maybe he she had like other dirt on him. Because I don't see how this would hold up in court. <laughs> like the all those movies are like make fun of like Kim Kardashian for being a bimbo and they literally get someone who looks like Kim Kardashian. Okay, well apparently I think this is probably where the the actual part of the lawsuit came in because Auburn claims that she suffered humiliation, emotional distress, embarrassment, mortification, and immeasurable grief due to the oh, character okay. being based on her. So it was obvious that it was her. Or how would yeah. she, just, she just basically burned herself out? <laughs> yeah, I guess in the acting world, maybe they figured, oh shit, this is her. That to oh, me, this still then, that yeah. doesn't. I don't know. If this could still hold in court, though. But yeah, maybe that's why it wasn't in court. Maybe that's why it was handled outside. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so bullshit or legit? I mean, bullshit. You kind of once you put yourself in those kind of situations. I mean, you can't really be sensitive. Yeah, but like, let me ask you this: If someone based a character on you and they and made famous, you look stupid, and I'm famous, yeah, would or you I'm already yeah, an actress? I wouldn't have cared. What if you're not famous? That one, I probably would have gone annoyed. And if I take money, it's because I'm bitter. <laughs> and I feel like I deserve it. Does it matter if they portray you in a positive light? Or would you still try to get money? You try to get that bag. I mean, if I'm seen as like the thing that's carrying the show, yeah, I would still try to get that bag. Because it's like oh, the only okay. reason your show's doing well is because you're portraying someone that's just like me. Like I should at least get some credit. Because I'm poor and bitter. Mm. <laughs> all right, all right. I feel like if I was famous, I'd be like, whatever, like, who cares? Like, if you have money, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're like, kind of settled, like, you're not going to care, really. But it's probably a situation where she's like, I'm out here struggling. You're putting someone playing me who is successful because of me. It's like, why couldn't that be me is probably what she was more pissed about. Like, if you're going to be yeah, using Yeah, she probably me, wanted to actually it. be in the show. Yeah, like, why, if you were going to use me, why am I not getting paid for this? Very true, very true. Well. 
Looks like they were all bullshit. Because I agree, this one does seem like bullshit too. Yes. Um, so that's going to be the game. And that's going to be it for the podcast. So thank you all for listening. Any part of the show, the whole show. We appreciate that you take the time out of your day to listen to this. Thank you guys. Everyone keep being safe. You can find us at brown.popcorn. And come on, go review. Write a review on iTunes, on the podcast app. It's not that hard. Come on, you guys. Everyone, I always see, I always see people posting on Instagram like, "Help out small businesses, help oh out or God. or local businesses, and and all la raza and like, oh, like the, <laughs> everyone. If you don't go and freaking review my thing, shut up. Stop posting that crap when you're, because you're not supporting local anything. When you said that you know, it's easy line, it reminded me of that one commercial. The guy that he would yell at people for not going to college. He'd be oh like, yeah, still sitting there, it's easy, and then he walk away <laughs> yeah. like disappointed. <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, it is easy. Just go in on the freaking app and just write a review. I mean, write whatever. You know, come on, it's not like you're doing some essay here. We're not writing a manifesto. Like, like shit talk. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, don't shit talk me either. But like, look, I take constructive criticism. Rate us five stars and talk that shit if you want. But come on, you guys can write reviews. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, because let me tell you something. The the amount of listens that we get per episode compared to the amount of reviews is like what it would make you tear up of how abnormally like the difference is so large. But <laughs> it is what it is. So anyways, even if you don't write a review, thank you for listening anyways. Uh, hopefully we make your days better. You know, anything you want to shout out, Dre, before we leave? nope nope okay fair enough so uh i will so some people have asked me how often episodes get posted it's once a week on the weekend um i have two jobs so the timing now especially is a little weird but i try to churn these out every weekend for sure yeah it's friday saturday sunday or possibly monday by the looks of this (laughs) yeah but uh i'm trying out here right so next week we're probably gonna review high school musical so See how that goes. (laughs) So thank you guys. And we'll see you next time.